This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending May 8th of 2021, what's happening with the CDC eviction moratorium, why you should sell your home in May, and which rental markets are the most competitive. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. We'll begin with economic news from this past week and a new court ruling against the CDC's eviction moratorium. A U.S. District Court judge in Washington, D.C. ruled that the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention did not have the authority to issue the moratorium. It struck down the ban, but the Department of Justice immediately filed an appeal, which will be heard within another two weeks. In the meantime, the court issued a temporary stay on the district court's decision. Realtor associations in Georgia and Alabama filed the lawsuit along with two housing providers and their property management companies. The National Association of Realtors also supported the lawsuit. NAR believes the best solution is to provide rental assistance to the tenants who are impacted by COVID. That will help both the tenants and their housing providers. New unemployment applications dropped below 500,000 for the first time since the start of the pandemic. Weekly state claims were just under that amount at 498,000. Another 100,000 claims were filed for temporary federal benefits, but the total number of claims are still two and a half times higher than they were before the outbreak began. Economists were disappointed with the April jobs report. It shows that the U.S. only gained 266,000 jobs, which is far below the 1 million jobs that economists had expected. That contributed to an increase in the official unemployment rate. It was down to 6%, but is now up to 6.1%, according to the U.S. Labor Department. Businesses dealing with leisure and hospitality did most of the hiring in April. Construction spending was slightly higher in March. The Commerce Department says it rose 0.2%. That's also a disappointment. Wall Street Journal economists had expected an increase of 1.8%. Spending for residential construction was right about that level, though, at 1.7%. Other kinds of non-residential spending was down. Mortgage rates are still under 3%. They've been there for three weeks now. Freddie Mac says the 30-year fixed-rate mortgage was down two basis points this past week to 2.96%. The 15-year was down one basis point to 2.3%. And that's great for home buyers who are able to manage to score a home in this tight market. And in other news-making headlines, newly built single-family homes are gaining market share. Redfin says they now account for one in four single-family homes on the market. They had a 20.4% share last year, which rose to a 25.7% share in the first quarter of this year. Redfin's lead economist, Taylor Mars, says there are two main reasons for the increase. He says building homes has become more attractive and profitable during the pandemic due to record low mortgage rates, along with red-hot homebuyer demand. Home sellers are also enjoying red-hot profits. According to Adam Data Solutions, sellers receive more than $70,000 in profit on average. That's 26% higher than the average $55,000 in profit last year. And that's actually a slight pullback from December of last year. The average profit in the fourth quarter was $75,750. Adam's chief product officer, Todd Tedda, says it's not unusual to see a pullback during the winter months, but he says, It's definitely something to keep an eye on. And May could be a good time for sellers to maximize their profits. Adam says the five best days to sell a home are just ahead of us in May. According to a new analysis, those five days are May 16th, 19th, 20th, 23rd, and 27th. 
The premium ranges from about 16% to 19%, but Adam says those are only the five best days. It says the entire months of May and June are also good for selling homes at above market prices. The average seller premium for May is 13%, and for June, it's 11.7%. Rent Cafe had some surprising results in a new report on rental markets. It looked at data for 125 of the largest rental markets in the country to determine which were the most competitive. It found that the hottest markets were all mid-sized metros and that cities in California's Central Valley were at the top of the list. That includes Stockton, Modesto, Fresno, and Bakersfield. The ranking used metrics for occupancy, vacancy, number of applicants, and rental pricing trends. Places like Sacramento and the Inland Empire in Southern California are also hot rental markets, as the work-from-home trend continues and people migrate away from more expensive areas, but stay within the range of those bigger metros. Spokane, Washington, and Boise, Idaho were also at the top of the list. If you'd like to read more about the most competitive rental markets and other topics mentioned in this podcast, you'll find links at newsforinvestors.com. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thanks for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.